0: Today, it's just Brie and I having a chat about our experience in Bali, because we've both been there recent-ish times. I've just gotten home. Brie was there. End of last year. Yep. yeah, And we've both done kind of similar-ish things when we're there, but we just kind of wanted to talk to you about our journey and our experience there and bring you some of the magic of Bali into your life. So yeah, here we are. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome.
1: So, hope. Oh. You just got back from yoga teacher training.
0: Mm-hmm, I sure did. It yep. looked amazing. It was amazing. So I've been doing a training for the last 10 months. And we finished that training with a retreat in Bali, which was amazing. Because as a teacher, you you don't often get to be not teaching. As a student. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you're the student all the time, but in a sense of like, I'm showing up as the teacher a lot as well. So to not have to show up in that way for a little bit was actually really, really lovely. And uh, I had a moment when we were in practice one morning and I was like, I can't remember the last time I had a teacher physically in front of me and I was in that same space and I could just be, you know, led. Mm. And it was so lovely. It was such a beautiful experience. And it looked like just such a beautiful setting to be held like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was amazing. We were quite secluded, quite far away from, you know, everything else happening in Bali. And I think, like, naturally we're very susceptible to our environments and we're so permeable as human beings. Like, that was a big thing that I realised. Like, two days in I was like, there's actually not a lot of thought in my head. Mm. Like, there's not a lot of head noise. This is weird like a lot of silence up in there. (laughs) And, you know, granted I was on a yoga retreat doing yoga every day in a very, you know, calm environment. And that's kind of what I realized. I was like, we are way more. And I was speaking to my teacher about this. We are way more permeable than we actually believe. Like we think Mm. we're this solid mass and nothing can get in and where, you know, we are the creator for sure of our experience, but there's a co-creation kind of happening. And, like I wasn't even dreaming as much when I was there because my mind was a lot more calm and there wasn't a lot of – because I think sometimes like with dreams, it's a way of processing things that have happened in the day that you haven't actually fully processed yet. Definitely. And I was like, holy shit, I haven't dreamed the whole time I've been here. So weird. That's such an interesting observation. It was bizarre. It was it was wild because uh, I, I can normally have pretty intense dreams.
1: Me too. And they're so vivid. Like I, I yeah. wake up
0: feeling like
1: I've just – Lived a whole day, yeah. And in your dream, in my dreams, yeah. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh gosh,
0: like, yeah. <laughs> I just did that, yeah, exactly. So that's amazing. Yeah, it was nice. It was refreshing. Uh, and then I was like, I'm gonna come home and be so calm. Mm. This is how I'll be all the time now. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, you're still susceptible to your environment and everything that's around you. Um, so I think coming home was actually a little bit harder than I thought it would be. Mm. It it felt uh, like a different weight was on me it was really, I didn't think that would happen. Um, so that's yeah. been a whole journey in and of itself.
1: I remember thinking the same thing when I came back from my travels, mm.
0: thinking,
1: "Great, I'm going to take this Eastern way of living, mm. and I'm going to bring it home. Yeah, and I'm just going to create my own bubble, and I'm going to implement all of these things that I've learned. Yeah." but there's just something different here isn't it yeah like it's just a completely different way of being and yeah it's hard to go against that because it's
0: it's woven into your life Mm. everywhere and that was something you realize in Bali is they're much better their culture at weaving all parts of their life whereas I think we compartmentalize all parts of our life Mm. like we have work We have our relationship, we have our personal growth work, we have our hobbies, we have our family, we have the things we do for fun Mm. and there's no often, I mean I feel like our society is not very good at threading all of those things together so you feel like you're almost like cutting yourself off all the time and Mm. like separating all of your life. It's weird. I feel like that's starting to happen less but it's absolutely still present.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally. And especially like for the older generation that they were taught, you do not take your real self to work. Right. You mean like this person gets to see you in this light. Yeah. And and I think, you know, the younger you are, the more that's shifting. And it is like Mm. a one self, which is nice, but
0: it's hard to break. It is. Yeah. And I think also spiritual life is woven into everyday life there. Mm. It's... There's so much intentionality about honouring the divine and honouring source and honouring something greater than yourself mm. that it's just – it's not even – they don't even have to try and do that. They like said to me it's like – in there.
1: It's not a religion. It's a way of living. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's the difference. Yep. It's embedded in who they are. It's yeah. not separate from them. Exactly. And we look at all of this stuff It's as something outside of us. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, and I think, like, we know it to be true, like, it, it is not separate, but society doesn't actually show that, like, we're mm. so disconnected from the land, so disconnected from nature, mm. so disconnected from source, and it was hard to come back to that, because when you see it the other way, and how well it can be done, it was a little bit, like, oh, pain in my heart. Completely, yeah, <laughs> I completely
1: completely echo that. Mm. So when you were over there, what were, what were some of the key differences that you wish that you could embody and bring
0: home? Hmm. I think like when we were on retreat, there were, you know, obviously workers there that were, you know, cooking for us and all these things. And there's this quality of like, life is not so serious. Mm. It is, but I think when we're disconnected from something bigger than ourselves, all of our small little dramas become more serious. Whereas if you are connected to something greater than you, all of those little things are just like, "Uh like, it's just part of life, kind of whatever. And there's also like no rush about anything, Mm. but not in a way of like things don't get done, but it's just... Things get done and, like, you also live your life at the same time. You have fun, you interact, you laugh, you play, you – you know, work is not this big, huge, serious thing. Um, Mind you, like, they're working on a retreat centre, so (laughs) they're probably naturally more relaxed as well.
1: When you're just in the towns and stuff too, it's completely the same. Yeah. Like, they just are.
0: Yeah. Everything just is and it's phenomenal. Yeah. Nothing – I think when – because they're so deeply connected to something – Nothing is that big of an issue.
1: And I think they've got such a deeper sense of family and community. Yeah, totally. So they know that if if they can't do something, mm. their sister, their brother, their auntie, their great, great, great auntie yeah. will support them. Totally. And we don't really have that. No.
0: You feel a little bit more alone, I think.
1: Yeah. And yep. they, I feel like they're empowered to seek support and they are used to... Reaching out to each other to try and support. Yeah. Where here, it's like if you reach out for support, it's almost like what's like – like you have to be kind of dying. to Totally.
0: Why can't you figure it out on your own? What's wrong with you? Mm. Yeah. And
1: like even if that's not reflected back from the person you go to, yeah, it's that internal voice that we've been programmed to believe.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I think like taking life less uh, seriously the things that don't matter less seriously mm. and actually embracing more of life beyond what you just kind of see happening, if that makes sense. I don't know. I'd still not fully like fathomed in my head of like how I'm bringing that back here. Mm. Uh, because I also think realizing how perme- permeable we are to our environment, it's there's going to be our environment that's going to keep impacting us anyway. And I realized, you know, in Ayurveda and in yoga, we're striving, you know, to become more sattvic, which is one of the three gunas, which maybe we'll do an episode, we can talk about that. And we live in an environment that is so rajasic, which means busy, quick-moving, forceful, um, really dynamic, like things aren't very calm and still. And Mm. sattva is the opposite to that, calm, still, Easy to see truth, easy to see clearly, easy to see who you truly are beyond all of the stuff. Mm. And so uh, we are constantly impacted by the gunas. So, the environment you're in, if it's more rajasic you will become more rajasic in nature yourself because like increases like. And I kind of had a moment I was like, you know, in Bali, it's naturally a more sattvic place. You're going to become more sattvic in nature. And then the work that you can do, that's why Bali is such a transformative place because you're already in that environment. Mm. And then I realized when we're home, we spend so much of our time trying to get back to that sattvic place because there's so much of this busy dynamic energy around us. So it's like all of the energy we're expending is trying to get to that place and stay there. Whereas Mm. when you're already just there, then your energy can, you know, be guided towards going beyond that as well.
1: It makes me think as well when we're home because we grew up here. There's going to be a lot of subconscious programs yeah. and beliefs that are embedded and triggered by our surroundings. Yeah, by the people here. When we're in a new environment, Those, we're yeah. kind of operating on a new wave, mm-hmm. a new operating system. Yeah, and so we're kind of doubly against it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So in terms of like bringing the things home, I'm like. There's that internal thing, but also like I'm very aware of the environment that I'm in is completely impacting me too. Mm. And I've got to do the work to get – to not be so impacted by that environment, if that makes sense.
1: And I guess this goes back to our energetics episode, isn't it, about yeah. curating spaces that nurture you yeah. and hold you and feel good for you. It doesn't matter if it looks right for everyone else.
0: Yeah. And I think the thing that's like a pain in my heart is like – I have that at home and then you step out of the door and it's very hard to find those places in the world outside of you. Seriously. And I'm um, like, I don't want my life to be like that.
1: Yes. <laughs> I keep saying lately it's been a theme the last few weeks for me. Yeah. I've noticed I'm cocooning more and more and more into yeah. my home because I just feel so safe and empowered there. Yeah. And then I leave and I don't know, it's like you've got to kind of gotta armor up in a way. Yeah. You know, you've you're just yeah, like you said, so susceptible to other things. and Yeah. Mm. It's hard. We're just lucky, though. Like, I am glad, though, that we do live here and we are living in the time that we are living in because mm. look how many beautiful people are surrounded totally. by us in yep. this podcast yep.
0: who are proactively trying to make that shift. Exactly. And if enough of us come to get – if there's enough people, th- those things will eventually start to, you know, move out of people's houses and into – workplaces and into the you know your cafes and your local rest like it will eventually start to happen if enough people it's just that that's where we are in the process right now Mm. yeah completely and I think we have to like almost go not even go out of our way but there's so much like you said like reprogramming how we live our life whereas for them it's like it's just embedded in their DNA they don't even think about honoring source it's all they do but it's it it's just that's what you do
1: yeah they just
0: do (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not an effort you don't have to like get rid of all the other shit that's stopping you from doing that it's Mm. it's just part of it Mm. so that's the thing that I yeah want to bring back here more that's Mm. beautiful yeah but yeah what about you same same ish yeah I'd have
1: to just mirror that yeah it's just the way of being
0: yeah but it's hard too because,
1: like, part of me deeply wants that, and then part of me is so used to living in this Western world, and totally. you know, I want to create my business, and it's, it's this push-pull, it's this real polarity that exists, mm. and I guess it's just like curating your life so that you can have both, right? So, um, a big thing for me last year, I was in my one year, and in your one year. In numerology, that's when you set the foundation for your next cycle. Mm. So I was very conscious and mindful of making sure last year that I did go and travel for three months. Jimmy. Mm. I have been very mindful of how I've set my life up mm. so that I have those opportunities to keep tapping back into places like Bali mm. or Cambodia, India, wherever it is that feel like that anchor, like that, that yeah. reminded that remembering. Yep. So yeah
0: yeah it's a tricky one because all at the same time like we're susceptible to the environments we're in but also if we can build enough inner strength and enough uh remembrance then we won't be as susceptible to the environments that we're in exactly and that's where the work is it kind of made me realize oh okay i need to do more of this work obviously always always (laughs) (laughs) um and, you know, yoga is a lot about that, like build your own inner strength and cultivate your own power and build your own discernment so that you are not as impacted by the environments that you go in because you can't remove yourself from life completely. Like mm. I, we can't go living, we can, but <laughs> you can't just remove yourself from life to be in a peaceful environment because then you won't have your triggers, you won't have the things that are confronting and it won't, you know, force you to grow in that way. Mm. Uh, so I think- both ways of life are completely valid.
1: Mm. Yeah. And again, it's our choice. Yeah. Which is beautiful and yeah. painful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's it's been a, it's been almost 2 weeks and I feel like I'm like I I cried when I left and I did mm. not expect that. I cried as soon as I walked through the airport in Bali because, you know, there's incense everywhere there's statues of deities everywhere and I was like this is what my home looks like but the world outside of my home doesn't look like that Mm. and so to just see that in a world I just felt so uh maybe weirdly like recognized like I can be me here because I'm not standing out yeah if that made sense yeah and then It was like this, like really, and I just started crying. I was like, oh yeah, this is like how I want life to be. And then when I was leaving, again, it kind of took me off guard and I just started crying again. I was like, shit.
1: (laughs) Well, because I know for me, as soon as I got to Ubud, I just felt like for the first time in my life, I was surrounded by a community of like-minded people who just completely accepted me and saw me and... We're just so aligned, mm. and I haven't experienced it on
0: that scale before. Yeah, like you're not going against the grain anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like you just slot in and you just float around. Yeah, you know, like it's so normal to go to a static dance. It's mm. so normal to do you mean to just go and breathe together? Or yeah. like I went to this open mic night, and there was this guy who had taught himself how to play like one song on a guitar, and he couldn't really sing, but he was like just so brave and got up on that stage and just gave it a go. Yep. You know? Like he just got up there and because everyone in that place you mean, is living this mm. just wholesome, holistic lifestyle that yep. is so in alignment, the love and support that mm. he felt, everyone got up off their table, everyone That's was so dancing, nice. everyone was cheering him on and you could just, like his energy was just, you yeah. could just see him glowing. And I thought, can you imagine that in Australia? Mm -mm. If someone got up there that couldn't really perform, the reception that they would get.
0: Totally. Not the And when I
1: saw that, I was like, wow. Like, look at all these people who have just come from everywhere around the Mm. world and found home and community in each other in this beautiful, sacred place.
0: Yeah. And, like, we deeply as human beings crave to belong. Mm. And you know we can spiritualize everything and remember that you know we're not really this and you know but we are also this and I think that's what going to Bali or anywhere in the world where you feel like you truly belong you don't have to you know worry about like I don't fit in here and that's weird and don't say that or don't put this part of yourself in front of these kind of people because you won't be accepted Mm. Uh, to just like drop that for time was so nice.
1: So nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was like just taking a really deep breath, wasn't it? So yeah. Like, oh, And no matter what cafe you went into, like, yeah. you know, it might not be like a deep conversation, but people always like say hi. And yeah. Like, you know, everyone's just friendly, wants to help. And you're just kind of reminded of, yeah, who you are. Yeah. At our core. Like yeah. Who, how we're meant to treat each other, you know, how we're meant to exist.
0: Yeah. I think even just like the thing of like, you know, India is the same, how like there's the traffic and there's like constant beeping, but everyone respects each other. Like you, the beeping is like, Hey, I'm here. Like, yeah, be aware. <laughs> it's not like you asshole. Like, whereas no. we Choo-choo. don't Choo, have that you. respect for each other here. Mm. It's, it's like, I'm in it for myself and that's it. Mm. And so you're in it for yourself. So we're, con- we're going to butt up against each other if, you know, whereas there, they're not in it just for the one. Mm. individual they're living a more collective life and I think that's the thing that you know we miss here a little bit
1: like even for example how they honor and mourn people who pass away yes yeah literally the whole community will come right and you'll spend days sitting in mourning and honoring those people and doing all these sacred rituals yeah so that their soul do you mean can has the 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 transition that yep. it needs, and the love and support it needs, do you mean, to yeah. come back into this world again. Yeah,
0: it's beautiful. Like, what an honor! What, yeah, like
1: it's so beautiful. And then I just think about how we do that here, mm. and it's kind of like, okay, you get an hour, yeah, to mourn your loved one, and then let's go get pissed, right? And let's celebrate them. Don't you dare be sad, right? Don't you be sad? Mm-hmm. Like we're we're celebrating their life. <sighs> yeah, yeah, great. We will one day, but right now. It hurts. It hurts.
0: Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And I think like our culture is very much like keep everything like just, you know, don't show everything. Mm. Uh, don't show the real parts of life. Show the parts of the life that are seen as successful. Mm-hmm. Everything else is not relevant.
1: Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Like here, it's like a badge of honor. Like, oh no, that that didn't upset me. Yeah. And over there, it's like, n- no. Like yeah. that's...
0: Like, are you okay if you're not
1: able to express? (laughs) Yeah,
0: right. And, like, just the deeper connection to everything. Mm. And I think that's why we have more drama about little things in life and get so hung up about little things in life because there's a part of us that's truly craving to be more deeply connected to the truer parts of life, but it's just not happening Mm. as a society. So our, yeah, attachments to things and clingings – happen much more in the material world because we don't actually have anything anything of substance necessarily deeper down other than what's your job what's your house how much money do you earn Mm. I mean I'm being like really negative here (laughs) but like it's changing but like standard that's kind of how it is what Mm. job do you have Mm. how much money do you have you know Mm. it's not how connected to source are you (laughs) and how are you yeah Let's yep. start there. Are you happy? Do you enjoy your life? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: What brings you joy? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, hey? Mm. So what cool experiences did you have over there? What did you love being able to do? What did oh. you go and see?
0: Well, I had a palm reading with who you had a palm reading yes. with. It's so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Brie had a palm reading in Bali. And I was like, mm. what did you do when you are in Bali? And, like, we've spoken about your palm reading quite a few times. And um, I went and saw the same person, which so was super cool. Katutliyeh from Eat, Pray, Love's son. Yep. And
1: he basically spent years and years and years training with his father so that he could take over. Mm. And it's it's such a beautiful, kind of
0: weird experience. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that's the thing, like, this guy is like you know a spiritual teacher and he's also just the happiest joyous person and laughs at everything doesn't take things too seriously and you ask
1: him a question he's kind of like "What? like you care about that
0: yeah (laughs) see I didn't really ask questions at all I just sat there and let him say all the things yeah um and I mean to have like the water blessing and stuff and like it's just so beautiful so beautiful um so that was I loved that so much so what were some highlights from your palm reading Oh, so many different things um he was like what do you do for work and I was like I'm a yoga teacher and he was like oh you know like started laughing he's like you're already happy then he's like you happy oh. you're doing good <laughs> things you know job is not he's like you know once you know stay connected to that and your kundalini will just keep rising up and give you like clarity of your third eye and I was like this is my man oh he's the best <laughs> yep talking my language um but yeah and uh what else did he say Oh, I need to, like, go. I wish I recorded it. Like, had my phone on recording or something. Oh, that's, yeah. Um, I, like, left and raced out and journaled everything. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I, I actually bumped into someone that I knew um, almost straight after. Like, someone oh, who was really? coming on retreat with me. We were yeah. both in Ubud. And, you know, we haven't – none of it ha- None of uh, us or a couple had met before. But um, she was from America. And we've been, like, studying online together for 10 months. And as I was, like, walking out of my palm reading, you know, 100 metres down the road, she was like – Oh my God. Hello. And I was like, oh, hi. This is so weird. Um, yeah. So he kept saying like, oh, like me, like me, like see my line, like me. Um, and I was like, I don't know how to read your palm, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did he mean the healer line? I th- think. And like business and intelligence. Uh, he was like, very smart, very intelligent. And he said, too many ideas though sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and you don't do any <laughs> I was like mm-hmm. Projector, yes. <laughs> yeah totally um he was like money always enough not not need to be rich but always enough and I was mm. like yeah I feel that um he said you'll only be married once I'm like well Amazing. here I am <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um he said oh god he said so many things um, with kids he was like how many kids do you want and I was like two maybe three and then he like looked at my hand he's like you could have two you could have three he said though if you have three very tired he said the same to me he's like
1: I don't think you should have any more than two yeah. um, I think you'll handle it
0: <laughs> I was like well my husband only wants two so um, yeah he was so funny Um, but yeah Lots, of different things. Yeah, but
1: if, if you guys are in Bali, I think it's definitely worth a visit. It's yeah. a really beautiful experience, and then doing the water blessing
0: afterwards—that's kind of the the that most beautiful felt thing. Amazing, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, so so nice. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and do you know the significance of this? Yeah, the three. Yeah, um, the three gods. Three gods. Yeah, Brahma, Vishnu, uh, Shiva, which is really. He said, yeah, it was really nice. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like. I'm so here for, and that's what I mean like this is something that I study and have been studying for like you know 12 years of my life and to see it in the world mm. was like oh that's so lovely yeah Same. yeah what about you what was like some highlights for you in that palm reading
1: I just remember him saying so like um, he said to me if I stayed in my last marriage he's like you're very lucky in this mm. life and he'll you'll live a very long life he's like oh, like you married the wrong person. He's like, and all your luck disappeared and now you've rebuilt that. He said, like that caused a lot of depression. Wow. I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. he's like, don't worry, in the next year you'll meet someone Mm. and they'll be beautiful on the inside as well as the outside and you'll come back to Bali with them Mm. and you will live your life with them. In Bali? No, just with them. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, by August next year you'll come back And we'll, instead of doing a water blessing on you, we'll do an oil blessing on both
0: of you. Oh, I'm like, whoa. So uh, August is getting close. You going back? (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) We'll chat after the potty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can't let go of all my secrets. No, totally. Keep them. Keep them there. Um, So that was beautiful. And then on retreat, I think the second day, so our first full day on retreat, we went and did another water blessing. And, um... There was no one else there. It was so beautiful and it was like a natural spring. And then obviously it was like set up so the water was coming out of like 12 different things and you did like a prayer at each one and then, you know, put your head under like three Mm. times. And that was quite emotional, actually. It was really lovely. And then we went inside the temple with two priests and we sat there for ceremony, um, which was really lovely. And then we did another water bless or water purification blessing not sure what quite which was which Mm. um on the final day how beautiful it was so beautiful (laughs) it was amazing um and like just to have that time to do that Mm. you know and take time and be with it and not like I never once felt rushed in all of those moments Mm. which was really really lovely
1: yeah, that's a big thing, isn't it? You never yeah. feel
0: like you're running to the next thing. You no. can just float.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm. I did one of those too and I completely concur, like like the um, water blessings, purification. Yeah. I can't remember either. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <For your listeners. laughs> um, but yeah, like just being that intentional, like it, it did. It brought up so many things and it just really sure. made you like – go inward Mm. but also like connect so deeply like it was such a beautiful experience
0: yeah and effortless is probably not the right word but those experiences feel so much closer when you're in a place like that compared Mm. to here because you don't have as many distractions the vibration of land over there is you know Mm. wild it's in it's crazy Mm. um I remember
1: going to a few waterfalls as well. Yeah. And I just find that, like, such a deeply spiritual experience as well, just to be in the presence of that power and sitting in nature and, like, the waterfalls we went to with our driver, he just took us to, like, places that no one
0: else was. Yeah.
1: And it just felt so special to connect to the land. Yeah. You know, like, it it, it's just magical.
0: Yeah. It's so powerful. And the lady who owned the retreat centre, she was like, just the words that came out of her mouth, I was like, this woman is so wise and so deeply connected and it just makes sense. Mm. And she wouldn't even be saying like, you know, overly crazy things that you hadn't heard before, but just because it was so integrated in her life. And she was like, it's just, it is how it is like that's mm. how you live like you know um yeah it's pretty cool it's very different isn't it talking to someone
1: who grew up with this as part of their yeah. life yeah, compared to us now learning yes it's such a difference totally and yeah it's,
0: <laughs> it's like it's like damn i can never really really get there but yeah
1: um we we can try
0: we can try and also like our way of life is our way of life too yeah yeah can't reject it either
1: anything else you think's worth mentioning about the beauty of Bali Mm.
0: I mean I feel like it's one of those things where words aren't even really enough if that makes sense it's hard to convey Mm. I think Bali gets a bad rap because you know you just think like oh yeah
1: you go there and you get as drunk as you can and go to a beach party you can do that in Australia. But we just want to <laughs> highlight, like, if you have the right intention going to Bali, Bali will find you and meet you and hold you in the way that you need to be held. Mm. And it doesn't matter what part of Bali you're in, you'll be able to find these little pockets. Yeah. Like, even if you end up smack banging Cuda for God's sake, <laughs> you'll you? still be able to find yep. like yoga, meditation. You mean, yep. You'll be able to still have day experiences and things like this. Mm and it's just beautiful Mm. my last trip there really changed the way I saw Bali and connected to Bali I'm just so
0: grateful for that We just want to be in Bali really so I guess a lesson from this episode is remember that you know your environment is going to impact how you feel uh so we do have to do a little bit more work I think in creating the environments that reflect how we want to feel on the inside uh and also take the pressure off yourself too. like know that there's going to be things that you bump up against in, you know, our life and our society and our culture that uh, feels a little bit triggering and feels hard. And if you feel like, you know, your way of life internally or even in your home is not necessarily reflected outside of you, trust that if you just open the conversation with someone, it is reflected somewhere. You just have to find it and it might not look how you want it to look. Uh, But yeah, you're not alone in like that experience Mm. um come chat to us (laughs) We'll always chat yeah always be a place to belong here um so yeah if you've been to bali if you love it drop us a um dm and let us know what your favorite thing about bali is any places Mm. that we need to visit when we go back uh yeah chat next time